It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shoei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. On today's show, we're looking back at Garrett Cole's 2022. We'll look at what went right, what went wrong, and what the future holds. Plus, is it possible that the fans booing Hal Steinbrenner at Derek Jeter's Hall of Fame ceremony kind of lit a fire under his rear end? Maybe. We'll talk about that, too. So get ready, because an all-new Locked on Yankees starts next. You are Locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Wednesday, Yankee fans. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias. Welcome. I'd like to thank you all for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. We're free and available on every platform, including Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Also hit the thumbs up button to like our videos and the bell so you're notified as soon as our videos go live. And please comment. I like looking at your comments. Most of you are nice, which is very lovely, and I appreciate it. So today's show, we're talking about Garrett Cole's 2022. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of Garrett Cole's 2022. Because when you look at his numbers overall, you think to yourself, okay, you know, not terrible, not bad, 
13 and 8 could be better. A 350 ERA could be better. 200 innings, nice. You always like to see your starters go up to 200 innings. 257 strikeouts, fantastic. That's the best part of Garrett Cole's game is all the strikeouts he has. But there were also other issues, and we're going to talk about that in segment two. But let's go through his better performances first, because we'll do this a little different. As I'm going through these player episodes, I'm going to be tweaking what I do and see what works better for each player. So for Garrett Cole, he sets the new Yankee record with 257 strikeouts. He leads the league. And his best strikeout performance was a game against Minnesota on September 7th. Yankees won that game 7-1. He pitched six and two-thirds, gave up one run on five hits, walked two, struck out 14. Nice number. (laughs) Another impressive start that he had which was better for him innings-wise because he lasted seven and a third, gave up one run on one hit, three walks, 12 strikeouts, didn't give up a home run in that one. He did give up a home run against Minnesota. Again, we'll talk about that in segment two. But that game against Tampa on June 20th was big because Garrett Cole has had issues against Tampa so far in his Yankee career. And... That was the type of game he needed badly, and there were certain guys on Tampa that he had issues against. G. Manchoy, who's now a pirate. I joked last week that once that trade happened, Garrett Cole was probably dancing in his house to, you know, when he found out that G. Manchoy was <laughs> gonna be <sighs> bye bye, um, and actually. The June 20th game against the Rays, I have his stats on two different computers right now. That's why if you're watching me on YouTube, I'm looking in two different places. That start against the Rays on June 20th with the one run, one hit, 12 strikeouts, three walks, was his highest win probability added game. He scored a 0.443 in that game against Tampa. Now, there's another start here. Let's see. You know, amazingly enough, the Minnesota game in which he had the 14 strikeouts, his WPA was only 0190. Hmm. We won't look at the bad ones until the next segment. But like I said, Garrett Cole's an interesting case. He's the guy that the Yankees spent all that money on. And when he's good, he's really good. But he just sometimes runs into trouble. And you think he's going to get over a hump. And he doesn't get over a hump. Now, he did do pretty well in his playoff start in Yankee Stadium. Because during his tenure so far, up until this point, he hadn't made a start in Yankee Stadium. Because of the whole having to play in a different place when COVID was happening. And, well, COVID is still happening, but you know what I mean. The season where they were playing in the bubble, no Yankee home games, and he had the wild card performance in 2021 in Fenway, which was the only playoff game for the Yankees. So, yeah, he got over that hump, did pretty well against the Guardians, and, 
you know, he left the game against Houston with the 2 nothing lead, although he left with runners on base, and then everything fell apart. So, strikeout-wise, he had nine games with double-digit strikeouts. And he had 19 games with at least eight or more strikeouts, which is pretty good. Now, out of those 19 starts, there was a game against Milwaukee on September 18th. He only pitched five innings. He gave up four runs on four hits with three walks and struck out eight. And then there was a game in which he struck out 11 against Baltimore on May 23rd. He pitched eight innings, but he gave up five runs. Didn't walk anyone, struck out 11, and the Yankees lost 6-4. And if I remember correctly from the show I did last week about Aaron Judge, that was the game where Judge, his WPA was ranked pretty high in that game because he had two home runs. And because of Garrett Cole. <laughs> it didn't matter what Judge's WPA was because... Garrett Cole kind of screwed up that game. Yeah. So the good things for Garrett Cole. The amount of starts he made. The fact that he was relatively healthy. Because 2021, let's, let's just say it right now. If he were healthy in 2021, down the stretch, and in the wild card game, things could have been different. That's all I'm saying. Um, so he was healthy. So in a moment, we're going to go through what went wrong for Garrett Cole. I'll give you a hint. Rhymes with comb funds. But first, did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report for the third year in a row. Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. Catch up on the biggest stories of the day in sports, plus get instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Locked On Sports Today, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. So Garrett Cole led the American League with 33 home runs, which if he were a hitter, that'd be great. But he was not a hitter. He's the starting pitcher for the New York Yankees. Their supposed ace and giving up 33 home runs in a season is not good. Also, giving up five home runs in a game isn't good, and he did that against Minnesota on June 9th. The Yankees ended up winning that game, 10-7, because it's Minnesota and the Yankees like beating them. But Garrett Cole only lasted two and one-third innings. He gave up seven runs on eight hits. He had two walks, only three strikeouts, and he gave up those five home runs. Yeah, that was a nightmare game for Garrett Cole. His worst of his career. 
And I can't remember who hit all the home runs, but that was a game in which Joey Gallo hit two home runs for the Yankees. So it was a crazy day in Minnesota. So let's see. Oh, yes. Louisa Rise. Buxton hit two. Carlos Correa hit one. Trevor Larnach. I don't even know who that is. And I know I watched this game because it was horribly bad. And it was so long ago that Michael King got a hold in it. <laughs> Poor Michael King. So Garrett Cole, oh, that's right. That's right. He gave up back-to-back-to-back -back -back home runs to Arise, Buxton, and Correa in the bottom of the first. And that was after the Yankees went up one nothing in the first inning. That's right. It's all coming back to me now, like Celine Dion would say. Now, the only good thing is... Like I said, the Yankees ended up winning this game and the Yankees were hitting their own home runs because the Yankees scored in the top of the first off a sack fly by Josh Donaldson. So they're up one nothing. Then Garrett Cole gives up the back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back home runs to lead off the game for him in the bottom of the first to Arise, Buxton, and Correa. Then the Yankees come back. After Jose Trevino hits a single, Joey Gallo hits a home run, so it's 3-3. Then in the bottom of the second, Buxton hits his second home run off Cole, and it's a three-run home run that makes it 6-3. And then finally in the bottom of the third, after he gives up a home run to Trevor Larnach and a double to Gio Urshela, Aaron Boone finally gets Cole out of the game. The Twins were up 7-3 at that point, and then the Yankees came back and won 10-7. Because again... Joey Gallo hit another home run. DJ LeMayhew hit a home run. Aaron Hicks hit a home run. Anthony Rizzo and Hicks had singles in the top of the seventh that made it 9-7. And then Aaron Hicks scored on a wild pitch to make it 10-7, and that's how it would stay. I forgot that the home runs were back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Wow, Garrett Cole. That's just, oof. Yeah, that's a problem. He had a really rough go of it. And I mentioned this on another show when I was trying to compare Garrett Cole and Jamison Tyone and how Garrett Cole seemed to have bad starts. Like it was almost like every other or every two starts he'd have like a bad moment in them where Jamison Tyone is the type of pitcher to have like a stretch of bad starts. And that was the difference between the two of them. So he gave up multiple home runs in eight games this season. The most, obviously, being the five against Minnesota. But he gave up three against Seattle, three against Boston. He had a bunch of twos. Amazingly enough, though, out of those eight games that he gave up at least two home runs in each of those starts... The Yankees only lost two of them. So Garrett Cole was helped out by his team in those starts. His record could have been a lot worse this season. I mean, 13-8 and eight isn't great for an ace. It's better than being 8-13, and 13, I suppose. But you want your ace to be better than 13-8. and eight. And my goodness, it could have been so much worse. And out of those eight starts with at least two home runs given up, 
He was three and one decision wise. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. But that one game against Boston or one game against Boston um, where he gave up the three home runs. That was that infamous game when judge kept hitting home runs, right? Didn't he hit two home runs and yeah, the Yankees ended up winning that game seven, six and Cole went six innings, gave up the four runs, three of them on home runs, but he walked two and struck out 10. If that's not a Garrett Cole line, I don't know what is. And I always bring up that one start against Tampa where he had, I think it was, let me look it up because it wasn't 2022. It's a 2021 game. It was like August of 2021. It was a very strange line, and I always like to bring it up because it was just so odd. Yeah, there it is. Okay, so on July 29th, 2021, he went five and one-third innings. He gave up eight runs on six hits, seven of them earned, but he only walked two and struck out ten. It's so odd. I know we're talking about 2022, but I always seem for some reason, I would always bring up that start while I was talking about Garrett Cole in 2022. And then toward the end of the season, I was confusing things and thinking it was this season, but it was 2021. So yeah. Oof. That's a rough one. So yeah, 2022 wasn't too kind for Garrett Cole. Um, you know, last year he was 16 and 8 in only 181 and one third innings because he had that hamstring issue, but his ERA was lower at a 3 2 3. This year it was up to a 3 5 0, but he made more starts this season, which is a good thing. But the home runs are a real issue. He gave up 24 in 2021, so he gave up nine more in 2022. That's too much of a difference. Maybe he can figure things out in 2023. So in a moment, we're going to talk about what the future holds for Garrett Cole. Which, you know, we'll look at projections that are on baseball reference and try and figure out some of these numbers in a moment. But first... BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Speaking of betting, I say it every day. Aaron Judge, where do you think he's going? Seems like he could be coming back to the Yankees if Hal Steinbrenner is to be believed. But if you don't think he's going to the Yankees, you can bet on where you think he's going to go. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. So what would I like to see Garrett Cole do in 2023? Well, I would like to see him give up fewer home runs. That would be fantastic. Now, baseball reference has a prediction. It's very similar to 2022, though. And, you know, 
I'm sure Zips will be coming out soon, too. But the projections for 2023 for Garrett Cole, very similar. Actually, the record is exactly the same, 13 and 8. ERA 3.47, so just below. Now, innings, they only have him as at 179. And his strikeouts at 215, home runs at 26. I personally would like the home runs to be lower than 20. That would be great. If he can go from... If he can repeat 2019, that would be even better. That, that would be hard, though, because his 2019 was really amazing. He was 20-5. and five. It's the only time he's won 20 games in his career. His ERA was 2.50. He had 326 home runs. I keep saying that. He had 326 strikeouts in 212 and one-third innings. That's amazing. Now, he did give up 29 home runs. I was thinking of the year before. Sorry. The year before when he first went over to Houston, after he had given up 31 home runs for Pittsburgh in 2017, he went to Houston in 2018 and only gave up 19. And he pitched 201 third innings that year. So, yeah, baseball reference is making it so he's close to what he was in 2023. It's his age 32 season. He turns 32. So really most of 2023, he's still 32. And I just want his home runs to go down. I want his home runs to go down. I would like for angry Garrett Cole to be the angry Garrett Cole that strikes people out, not gives up home runs, because that's happened a couple of times. Or given up a big hit that, you know, gives up runs and the Yankees go down instead of a game being either led by them or maybe it's a tie game and he gives up a run. But I enjoy angry Garrett Cole when he gets mad if an umpire screws him and then he throws a strike at like 100 miles an hour and makes a guy look silly at the plate. I would prefer that Gar Garrett Cole to come back. And we saw flashes of him in 2022, but it felt like there were too many times in which Garrett Cole got angry and then something bad happened. And I would like for that to not be the case in 2023. I would also like for him to stay healthy. He did in 2022. So... If he stays healthy in 2023, I could see him performing close to the way he performed in 2022. I would just like his, well, win and loss record doesn't really matter. Because as I said in the previous segment, some of those games in which he gave up all those home runs, the Yankees still won those games, you know, in spite of or despite his performance. But I would prefer for the Yankees ace for his numbers to look a little better across the board. And everything else, I mean, it would be nice if his ERA went down a little bit, maybe to 2020's level. He had a 284 in 2020. And I, I know it was it was an abbreviated season. He only made 12 starts, but he was seven and three in those 12 starts. He had two complete games in those 12 starts, although I don't remember which ones were. There had to have been a doubleheader that was only seven innings, right, for him to do that. Because I don't think he had two nine-inning complete games. But yeah, um, I'm not worried about the strikeouts because, you know, no matter how bad Garrett Cole does, he usually has a good strikeout total. And yeah, I'm just worried about health because of his age, but he's not overly old. It's not like 
he's turning 40. He's turning 33 next September, so it's not that bad. So before we go, it seems that all the booing Yankee fans did the day that Derek Jeter made his triumphant return to Yankee Stadium and they were honoring him for the Hall of Fame, the booing that Yankee fans did to Hal Steinbrenner kind of maybe lit a fire under his butt. Because I mentioned some of the things that he said yesterday with regards to Aaron Judge and trying to get Judge back and making sure that they surround him with a championship caliber team. I really think that the booing actually did something to Hal. From some of the reports I was seeing today, he was very hurt by that. And I think, remember how everyone was talking about how horrible it is to be in New York because of all the booing and they were booing Judge and they were booing the Yankees. Your booing actually may have done something that may help the Yankees this offseason, guys. Now, don't take this as encouragement to do it all the time. It just happened to work this time. So, yeah, um, it's possible that the Yankees might pull out all the... They just might do whatever they possibly can do to get Aaron Judge and to surround him with a good team so they can win a championship. All because of your booing at Derek Jeter's Hall of Fame ceremony at Yankee Stadium so good job guys <laughs> good job that made me laugh although I will say the news of that made me laugh not the booing I actually I can't even believe I felt bad for Hal I did although I did tweet and if you look back you'll see that I said something to the effect of you know he kind of deserves this but I still felt bad I did and you could see he was kind of like, oh, my God, I can't believe these people are booing me this much. This is so embarrassing. But, yeah, it may have done something. So we'll see how everything goes with that. Oh, and two more things before I go. Brandon Hyde was robbed of AL Manager of the Year. No offense to Terry Francona. What he did with Cleveland was amazing, but... What Brandon Hyde did with the Orioles this season should have it should have been rewarded. It should have been rewarded. There was no reason for that team to do as well as they did. <laughs> no one knew they were going to do that well. And yeah, I think Brandon Hyde was robbed. And congrats to Buck Showalter for winning NL Manager of the Year. That's all I'll say about that. So tomorrow's episode, we'll be talking about a hitter. Which hitter? I'm not telling you. It's going to be a surprise, and you'll have to tune in tomorrow. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Remember that you can listen to this show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Again, hit the thumbs up button, comment on YouTube, and click the bell so you know when our videos go live. Once again, thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen of the day. For your second listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. So enjoy your Wednesday, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. 
Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.